Today's show is brought to you by Dojo Kyle Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Learn effective self-defense, keep in shape, and take part in the growing community over at Dojo Kyle, conveniently located on Center Street in downtown Kyle. Call them right now at 512-686-6077 to immediately schedule your 1999 child program. And make sure to visit www.kylelife.com forward slash Dojo Kyle for a free gift. Entertaining shows with content that spreads information and sparks discourse throughout the community. This is the Pearl Media Network. Welcome to the Kyle Life Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to showcasing what makes Kyle, Texas unique. We interview local business owners, politicians, and talk with everyday residents to further promote our beautiful city. This podcast is brought to you by KyleLife.com and is proudly part of the Pearl Media Network. We thank you for tuning in today. Now sit back and enjoy the show. Hey guys, Joshua here with Kyle Life, and today's show is part three of our three-part series where we're talking with the candidates that are running for mayor in the upcoming May 10th general election. Joining me for today's episode is candidate James Adkins. James, thanks for coming on the show. You're welcome, and I appreciate you having me here. Yes, sir. I, I appreciate your time, and uh, if you don't mind, let's get this started off by asking you to tell the listeners more about yourself, like your background, and how long you've been in the Cal area. Well, I've been in, uh, I came to Cal in 93. The governor of Texas, Ann Richards, asked me to come here and work in the Texas Initiative. Uh, and the reason why is that uh, it, it was a treatment facility. It's in-prison treatment. And I had been working in that particular area for uh, since 1973. And so when I moved back home, I lived in Colorado for 16 years. I came back to Texas in 85, uh, was working in Dallas as a substance abuse case manager, and the sweet governor of Texas asked me to come to Kyle, and I refused, and I hate I done that. You refused? <laughs> because she didn't, and that was in 92. In 93, I just told her, I, I'll just give, and I will be there. And so I've been here since 93. Uh, became the mayor in 1997, and during that period of time, it was a critical time for Kyle because it was a dying town. Yes. And so we had to put a lot of infrastructure. We we had to also uh, uh, we in, we just uh, experienced a, a tremendous growth and re, restructuring of the uh, city government. We had to do that. Yeah, you. That was the that was the very beginning, right, of this whole boom that we're at, right. being able to see right now. People that just are moving in now don't have uh, the whole picture of that boom. I mean, you right. were you were mayor, right? When that was that that point of yeah, right. <laughs> you got to make some tough decisions. <laughs> well, when I became mayor in '97, this uh, Kyle was population was two thousand two hundred and twenty four people. Man, and it was in tremendous bad shape. And we had to do a lot of things that most cities already had in place. So uh, just to give you a for instance, if we would talk about the police department, they had four vehicles, two for parts, two running. And so we had to deal with the police department, the fire department, 
we had to put a lot of things in place that they needed, including the city charter. Uh, we had that. We had to do that. Right. So, being the mayor at that time, and I and, and I gained a lot of experience from that. You know that uh, we uh, had to work together. And what I'm talking about working together, the county, the school board, and also tech stock. That's how we got everything. Everything that's in place now was already ventured out, but it's now becoming into fruition. Right. Uh, we did 1626. We did Colders Crossing. We did HEB. We did the hospital. We've done things, put it in motion, but because I didn't really care about who got the credit, I worked three terms as mayor of Kyle. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. You were three-term. Three-term mayor. And so I experienced a lot. Yeah, because no those three terms were, like you just said, those were uh, big years for our town. That's right. But I have my, my, my reason for really being here uh, running is I have a strong conviction, a lot of compassion for Kyle, Texas, and also for the people of Kyle. Uh, and the reason that I'm really in, involved in this uh, election is that the people of Kyle uh, come to me and say, would you please run for mayor again? And that made me feel real decent that they had that and trust in me that we can get things back on track and that we need to put things in the proper perspective. And what I'm talking about that is that we need to have some structure. And that's what we had when I was mayor. We had structure. And when you have structure, you get things done. We know that we have to have infrastructure, but that should be dictated by the citizens, not by me. You have to have people, the voters have to have confidence in you that you're going to take care of business for them. So my compassion for this town is great and for the people of Kyle. I'm a public servant and just whatever they need it's my job to see to it and get done. Now, for instance, they said they wanted a swimming pool. They never had a swimming pool. They never had anything. And so they are the taxpayers. And so we came up with one of the uh, most beautiful swimming pools in this area. But it wasn't, it's not designed for just that period of time. That pool was designed to last for 20 or 30 years. Future proof that. That's right. Because we have to pass down from generation to generation. See, when we do things, it's not my generation or your generation. It's for the generations after. Mm -hmm. We are gone forever. But I'm, I'm a strong believer that every decision made in the city of Cal has to come from the people. I mean, they are taxpayers. Yeah, well, that's yeah, like I said, uh, that's the whole premise of democracy, right? Right. <laughs> you're you're a, a servant, not uh, served. <laughs> right. Because see, I, I'm not doing this for special interest. Right. And I'm not doing this for popularity. I'm doing this because we need to have structure in this town, and we need to get back on track. We need to have even. I just made a statement. I said that inf we need infrastructure. We need infrastructure, but we need all parties involved. We need the school board. Hey, we build schools. We have to know buses, uh, 
the means of the transportation issues has to be addressed. So when you're talking to them, now we're talking about the county has to be involved because where the city ends, the county again begins. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so we have to have all three entities involved. At one time we had the rec center. It's one thing that everybody really wants, but during three terms, you know, I never missed a council meeting, never, ever missed a council meeting in three terms. Not one. Not one. That's amazing in itself. Not one. <laughs> I didn't never miss one. And I never uh, stepped down. I always completed all three times. I completed them. Served your time. Served my time. Because I, I, the reason why you do that is because that means the citizen of the cow has faith in you getting things done. And if you don't come to council meeting or you don't, you step down, then what did that mean? You don't have their best interest at heart. Yeah. So, so yeah, to, to, to make your point, you are, uh, you proved your sincerity of, right. of being a public servant That's right. by example, not just by what you say with your mouth. No, <laughs> I've done it. And, uh, the, you know, it, it, it's, it's very critical at this time that we get back with structure, that we have structure in this town because we cannot stop growth. And if you try to stop growth, then you'll be overwhelmed. Right, nor should we really try to stop growth. You shouldn't. Right. And we need to get, you know, Kyle is now open for business. I'm telling you. We have to have business to come in this town and create revenue. So, so much like you saw before you first started serving as pivotal time, uh, is that, are you seeing that again then? Is now a, just another pivotal time and that's why you're stepping up to the plate? You think uh, bring you, that's what drug you into, uh, hey, I need to serve again because it's another pivotal time where we need my leadership skills? Well, yes, that. And also that the, uh, the people of Cal really asked me to run for mayor. I've had other business people concerns asking me when I come up because we need to have structure in this town. Now, I'm not saying that what's going on now in Kyle is not being – I'm not talking about anybody. I'm just saying I think that uh, the present uh, government of Kyle is doing well. Uh, and I also know that we are uh, city manager, govern government. And so we have to make sure that everybody is on the same page. Council members are there to legislate, not to create, because you have a city manager. Let them bring us what we need to hear and instruct the city manager what he needs to do and hold him accountable. Uh, it's just a lot of things that I could say, but I, I really, I just, I'm just interested in getting back on track. That, that, that's an admirable quality for someone who wants to serve. <laughs> you know, to listen to the people, listen to the taxpayers, listen to the, listen to the people, let the people dictate. Also the infrastructure is dictated by what? The people. We want all the people of Cal to believe that their city government is open and available to their concerns. Uh, yeah, so accessible That's and transparent. Right. That's right. Whether it's uh, having their neighborhood drainage, easement, cleared, planning on infrastructure for cow, future growth and development. 
I truly believe that everybody has a voice in Kyle. And I want to, I want you to know that Kyle, my, my, my uh, slogan is that Kyle is now open for business. We, we are ready to get moving. And uh, we want all the people to be involved in that, truly be involved in that. For instance, uh, people talking about the travel center. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's okay. the concern I was going to bring up. But, yeah, let's talk about it. Well, it's not me to make the decision whether that travel center go in or not. It's for the people to vote, to voice their choice. Then you make a move from there. I, as a public servant or a mayor of this town, uh, I don't have that. I'm not privy to make that, that call. It's, it's, not, it's not on me. But it's what the citizens want. What do the people of Cal want? Do they want a travel center? Fine. Then let's accommodate them. Not my, uh, from not, not from my perspective. You know, and, and what I'm saying is we need to be concerned about that because we can't look in to a situation and tell the people of Cal what they need. What we can do, we can go into the situation and ask the people what do they want. And that's the difference. You, it has to be based on the citizenship. Yeah. It has to be. Not my thought, not any other person's thought. And so we need, we need to get back to that, that, that type of government. But we do need businesses in here that if, if any other reason that another vineyard come to Kyle with a million dollar revenue, we need to embrace that and we need to have real big thoughts about that because that million dollars take care of a lot of infrastructure. <laughs> we get back to take care of people. Right, yeah. And we're going to take care of the people. We don't want taxes raising. If you look at uh, when I became mayor, you can see the taxes that's in there. Never raise taxes like that. And one way of communicating with Kyle citizens, we have a newspaper, had to come out once a, month, a week. And my concern at that time, did people read the paper? Because we don't have a radio station. We don't have a TV station. We don't have any of those kind of things. But what we do have, we had a water bill with a space uh, in there. So... Let's take advantage of that. Let's use that for communication. And we did. Cost yeah, free. Everybody gets a water bill. That's right. <laughs> and that was cost free. They're still doing it. But it's in a right. letter form now. But this was on when they had just a, a water bill on a postcard. Right, right. So it had a lot of space. So we told them I'd do it. Even when we had the prisoners to come over and give back to the community, that was uh, put on uh, the water bill. So nobody got excited about that. And they came and they cleaned up cow because we went through a lot of changes, a lot of changes mm -hmm. <laughs> from taking, making people get commodes and bathtubs out of empty property, uh, abandoned cars. We went through a lot. And uh, you've seen Kyle in a lot of different stages of, right. its, of its existence. That's right. And, uh, where do you see Kyle growing? Do you, I mean, are, does this kind of growth excite you as a as a citizen, or much less as a potential leader? Right. As a citizen, you get excited because we need 
condiments that will uh, serve the people. We need things in here that people need. You know what? Interesting thing you would say that, and it put a thought on my mind. When we was going through a devastating stage of growth, people wanted, uh, you know, St. Marcus had a McDonald's and Buda had a McDonald's, and they come in and being concerned about things of that nature. <laughs> and so I would tell the constituents, I say, let me explain something to you. We can get a McDonald's, but we need a shopping center. We need a grocery store. We need a hospital. We need things that accommodate this community. See, but we all have a, we'll, 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 we'll eventually get, you know, a yeah. McDonald's, a Sonic. And you see, and it all came into fruition. But the thing is, what we needed was necessity to make Cal a livable, comfortable place to sustainable, be. Sustainable, right. That's right, sustainable. To sustain itself. And they started understanding that. But by going out into the community, talking to people, telling them and advising them and letting them advise you of what their needs were, we didn't have a problem. Yeah, well, and, I, and that's what, you know, when we began with cow life, that was the premise, too, is getting people um, not necessarily involved in a system, but involved in a conversation. Right. And, you know, just being able to have a, a platform for discourse and, you know, this is, you know, this group wants this, this group wants this. Well, let's talk about it and yeah. let's reason. And like you said, as a as a leader, your job is to hear that conversation, guide that conversation and then act on the conversation. That's right. And we got it, you know. Uh Burleson Road was ridiculously in bad shape. And I built a home in Spring Branch. That's the first subdivision. In 95, I moved in. So embarrassed that the street was so in bad condition, I didn't even invite people to come see me. Really? That's right. And the Catholic Church had lost all its membership because of the, not addressing infrastructure. Once we started cleaning up City Hall, everybody else joined in and they cleaned up their properties and they made it a livable uh, place to live. And also, it wasn't an eyesore. I mean, we, we got we got things done. We participated in even the library and all that. We got all those things in place, and and I'm glad that they got it, you know, followed up on that particular thing. But one thing we do need is a rec center. I'm going to tell you that right now. And we had that. We went to the top of Parks and Wildlife list to get that money to do that. And something fell through, so we're not going to – I don't want to get into that. Right, right. But what I want to say is this. See, I have two grandsons, and uh, they're part of Hayes Public School, and they participate. And uh, But they uh, – my thing with them, I've been had them since they were six months old and eight months old by myself. Now they're 13 and 11. Oh, wow. And they t- participate. So, you know, a lot of people try to use that back when I was the man. But, hey, man, they was in good shape. Uh, but now those guys are playing sports. One boy set a record down in Lockhart in the 400 meters in the seventh grade. And they play football, basketball. They run track. And then they're playing volleyball. Very active. Right. But the key, if you want to keep playing, you got to make good grades. And so the, the youngest guy, 
they took the star test. He made 100 in every category. Oh, wow. And the other brother made 80 in every category. So we take care of business. And when it comes to spending money in Kyle, Texas, on any venture, I want to treat it like it's my checkbook. I want to treat it like, hey, we don't want to do wasteful spending. Yeah, would I do this if it was actually literally my own money? That's right. <laughs> I mean, it is your own money, That's but you know what I mean. <laughs> yes, sir. And you have to do that. And you have to reassure people when you're spending money, you're spending in that their best interest. You know, I, all I want, I just want to be a public servant and serve the people. In their best interest. That's it. That's great. You know, uh, the reason you're here is because you're not the only candidate looking to, to serve. And I can say, you know, having had you all over here at the studios, that um, it's – I – and I loved hearing y'all's ideas and I hear y'all the differences you have and whatnot uh, coming from your own mouth. What would you say uh, separates you from the other two candidates? Why should my listeners the, uh, and, and potential voters uh, cl- cl- check your name when it comes on uh, the ballot box on the May 10th election? OK, well, one thing about it, I've always had I had a lot of experience. I've already been mayor. <laughs> it's true. So yeah, you've served. And, yeah, and I've already served, and uh, I have an understanding of what the job entails. Uh, I proven leadership. I sit uh, sets me apart from uh, the other candidates. I have proven leadership. And three I, terms. I mean, three, spe- to specifically to the people of Kyle, you mean by proven leadership? You've led back. Kyle before. Yes, sir. And that uh, we know what direction we need to go in and we need to keep it in the people have the greatest input than any council member would ever have because they're taxpayers and they are looking for a leader. And we need to be led in the right direction to accomplish more. It's a lot. We've got a lot done, but it's a lot more to do. And we have to keep that constant open line of communication with the people of Kyle, Texas. And so another thing, I've, I've had conversation with everybody in Kyle. That's another key point that I go out and ask people. I don't sit up and make decisions. And I keep an open line of communication with every community in Kyle, Texas. Always have and always will. You know, and that... that- Brings me to my next question. I was taking, um, we were polling our readers online before we'd scheduled all these interviews with uh, whatever they thought their concerns were. Uh, you know, we were asking them questions on what they'd like us to talk to the candidates about. And the most reoccurring one came from a lot of the small business community here. Because, you know, Kyle does have a lot of mom and pop and local shops, specifically downtown, Old Town, Kyle. Um, how do you feel? about our, our city's current policies. Uh, I hear from, from my, my friends and all the local business owners that they wish that our town was more small business friendly. They want a, uh, they want a leader that will represent them and at least make the, the playing field level for, to, that welcomes big box and mom and pop, you know, an economy that is supportive of all business, not uh, favoritism of one. Like, what, how, how could you address their concerns? Well, Number one, they should be considered. Uh, number two, we should relax, uh, revisit some of the ordinance. And 
if you go back and revisit those and put things in place, not because it came from Austin, but the needs that we need right here in Kyle, Texas. And so my thing and my plan is to go back and revisit a lot of the ordinance and what's, uh, what we don't need, what is potentially driving people away from here, what do we need to do to address that to keep people here. So we need to, we need to do some things. We need to do some homework. So you know, and you know the issues, or rather you're um, at least open to hearing them and addressing them. That's right. I mean, uh, not buttering you up, but your platform seems to be very clear. You want to serve what the will of the people. That's it. A vessel for their will. That's it. James, I appreciate your, your, your time and coming over. Before I let you go, can you let people know um, they want to know more information about you? How can they get in contact with you? If you have, if you have a phone number you'd like to mention or an email address, a social media, website, anything that people can either learn more about you or at least maybe talk to you so they can learn face-to-face. Okay. They can always go to my Facebook. And uh, it's James Atkins. And look, and they can learn a lot about me. So I do have that open. And if they want to talk to me, anytime, anytime, I'm available. See, I want to be the next full-time mayor. So I have, I'm at, I'm open at any time for any discussion and any way you want to meet. So I want to be the next full-time mayor. That's it. That's great. Uh, And we'll make sure to include uh, your your contact info, like a link to your Facebook page or whatnot in the show notes. Right. James, I appreciate you coming over and doing the interview. It was a pleasure meeting you. Yeah, it's a pleasure being here, and thanks for having me. Yes, sir. And that will do it for this episode of the Cow Life Podcast. If you'd like more information on James Atkins, you can find links and more information in the show notes at www.kylelife.com. For kylelife.com and the Pearl Media Network, I'm Joshua Steubing. Thank you for listening. <laughs>